0: Everyone, to the Mayor's Council episode two. Cue the drama music, man. Chris, I know you love that. What's up, Mayor? Absolutely. What's going on, Will? It's been a long time. We're back. The Rasmuson Podcast presenting you with Mayor's Council, with of course the mayor of Greenbottom, West Virginia. You all know him as Chris Scruggs. What's going on, man? Tell me, tell me, tell me what's been what what's been going on?
1: Well, uh, basically, all it's been going on for me is is uh, work and trying to get things straightened out there and uh, then just coming home and, and trying to be daddy and play with the kids and that fun stuff. So Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. So we yeah. got a lot of cool stuff to get to tonight, man. I do not want to wait any longer. NXT, we started this show a couple of weeks ago, almost two weeks ago to be exact, and um, a lot has happened since then. We have a card now. We have a pretty stacked card. For NXT Takeover Brooklyn three, and uh,
1: you know all about it, man. You've been watching. Yeah, yeah We have we have a, a very stacked card. We have uh, quite possibly the most entertaining show that WWE does in an hour, and uh, we we all of a sudden have a tag team division on NXT. Man, it's hot man. the The show opened last week. You had insanity. Just destroying the authors of pain. I mean, that was insane.
0: Just sanity. Yeah. It's just sanity.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's just sanity. I'm sorry.
0: Sanity, yeah. But sanity. Yes, they, they are coming destroying
1: up. Destroying the authors of pain, and that was insane. And then we finally got the in-ring debut of the Street Profits. Yes. And they lived up to the hype.
0: Dude, I loved Didn't it. it? Dude, I
1: thought they looked
0: good. little backstory on these guys. Uh, Chris, I'm pretty sure you probably don't know these guys very well, but I'm going to bring you up to speed real quick. Angelo Dawkins has been with NXT for a long time. He's been with a couple gimmicks, and it just kind of hasn't worked. I think at one point he actually teamed with uh, Ty Dillinger. I can't remember. Anyway, Montez Ford, another guy who's been hitting the NXT house shows hard in Southern Florida, making his name. Former Marine. Um, and and you see his acrobatics, his just charisma in the ring, dude. He just has something special. It was really fun to watch these guys. I follow him on Snapchat. Christopher's going to do that tonight. Um, these guys have it. I'm excited. I mean, and, and when you think about it, like you just said, you got sanity, you got heavy machinery, you got street profits, you got you know, possibly Biff Buce or what's his name now, Oni Lorkin. And yeah. uh, Martin you know, and Martin authors Stone. Of pain.
1: Authors of Pain. You got authors
0: of pain. Uh, and you know,
1: they're they're managed by uh they're managed by the guy uh which is, is it Harvey Whippleman that used to be? No.
0: <laughs> Paul Ellering. Uh, Paul, Paul yeah,
1: Ellering. oh forgive me, Paul. Forgive me.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> That's too funny. Right. Harvey Whippleman. Harvey Whippleman. My
1: apologies. Good lord, that sound like a bigger <laughs> Yeah, Paul Ellerly this is, is, is their manager.
0: This is where we cut, right here. Yeah. Okay, back inside some tag team action. We're talking about all these teams together. Dude, we've got so many that could really vie for that championship, and we're getting AOP and Sanity at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. I really like how this feud has been building up. I really like where they're going with this. This I I fully expect Sanity to take the belts off AOP.
1: Yeah, I, I, would, uh, I would be shocked if that's not what happened. As, uh, I wonder if AOP is going to get the call up after Summerson.
0: It's very I mean they need it. They we yeah. need some tag team help. Yeah. So You're let's ju- let's jump up uh I want to talk about a guy who kind of came into the spotlight at the end of this week's episode. A guy that I have kind of fallen, you know, into as a character really liking. And that's Andrade Cien Almas and his new Sidekick, uh, Selena. Um, oh, yes. Rabbit. At the end of yes. last week's episode, we got Andretti Cien almost killing Noé Jose in a singles match. Afterwards, challenging Johnny Gargano for NXT TakeOver Brooklyn after Gargano, you know, earlier in the show said, hey, I need an opponent. I want a match. Cien's there to answer the call. Well, actually, she proposes the match. I just love everything about this character, you know, down to the moves, the fact when he, you know, the jump and the scream and the slap. Like, I mean, like, I saw him in Highland Heights a couple of months ago, like we talked about. Cien is a guy that at first was not very well liked, and this heel turn for him is working. Uh, this manager with uh, formerly Thea Trinidad, most people know her as. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I think it's Selena something, her new name. Uh, She just recently got a Twitter account, too. It's, like, blowing up. Um, All intents and purposes, this is going to be a great match, him and Gargano at TakeOver. Uh, This card is just building and building and building. We talked about it earlier. Christopher, do you think we're going to see the return of the psycho killer in Brooklyn? Hmm. Hmm. Let me just plant that. that there. Let me just let me just leave that there.
1: Ooh, I don't know. Will that? That is a good question.
0: Because I will tell you, CN would really need a big win at a takeover, and
1: this could be big for him. This could be. Um. Also s- question about another question about takeover, and I know we're going to get to it, so we, we might as well like. Just get it out in the open now. Is Bobby Roode dropping the belt? Is Bobby Roode finally getting the call up? All
0: right, so we're going right in. We're just, we're just, we're just shooting our load.
1: Yeah, we're just, we're, we're going to do it. My wife is very used to it. These guys are, you know, our listeners will have to get used to me just shooting it early as well. <laughs> All
0: right, so. My take on this match, and and I'm really excited because finally we have an opponent that really jogs the mind of what really could be a loss from Bobby Roode here. And I think the idea that, you know, next week's episode, of course, we're going to see Roddy, you know, Roderick Strong and Drew McIntyre go one on one with, you know, if Roderick wins, he gets a shot at Bobby after takeover. So really, we just kind of have to wait and see again next week. They're leaving us on the hook. But when you look in the in the long term here, it's time for Bobby to come up, man. Like, this yeah. is – this is I mean, they can't go – I mean, they, they really can't go the full Finn Balor treatment with him. He, like, he's got to come up now. Like, he doesn't have much time left. He's maybe got five to six years, maybe more, uh, left in him. And they got to get it now because his character that he's building right now in NXT could work on SmackDown, and it could carry that brand. Good.
1: It really could, and and I'm I'm glad you said that because I was, I was thinking the exact same thing. SmackDown would be a great landing spot for him. I think it's a spot where, you know, if he if he, does go to SmackDown, he's got some natural feuds. In my opinion, he's he's competing for the U.S. title right off the bat.
0: I mean, you look at that roster. If Bobby Roode were to join that roster, I mean, to think about the guys five years ago when we walked out of um, Money in the Bank, well, not five years ago, a couple of years ago when we walked out of Money in the Bank, would you have ever thought there would be a time where Bobby Roode, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Baron Corbin were on the same roster?
1: Oh, I didn't even know who Shinsuke Nakamura and Baron Corbin were at that point.
0: So, well, you knew Baron Corbin because he was at, I think he was at NXT when we saw him in uh, Columbus. Didn't he come out and have a squash match?
1: Dude, I can't remember. I got hammered.
0: <laughs> we talked about that. yes, last episode. Yeah. Uh, we did. We talked shout about out, creepy guy. Shout out, creepy yeah, guy. Yeah, so that creepy guy. He can be kind of like our Klein- a Klondike Bill. If you listen yes. to, uh If you listen to Tony Schiavone and uh, Conrad Thompson's podcast, uh, What Happens When uh, on Mondays. And uh, he can be our Klondike Bill. We can refer to him to all the funny jokes that we want to make. Uh, anyways Bobby Roode, Drew McIntyre I I, I really see Drew McIntyre getting the the win here carrying the belt, it's time for Drew to kind of, I really see them really going long term with him, doing the same thing they would do with Bobby, have him go like three or four takeovers and really sell the crowd, sell some gear uh, get his name out there, build him up again and then bring him back up uh, as this new Game of Thrones you know dragon breather type guy that he is, and and I love it. You know, I've seen him, you know, like I said, go from Evolve 80 to NXT in the same weekend. So it's like this guy's got what they want back, and I think this little time off really re-energized him and really re-energized his character. It's almost like kind of like, you know, how Jericho reinvents himself. It's just this guy made the right turn at the right time, and
1: uh – yeah, I mean when I when I watch Drew McIntyre on NXT now, I I'll, I find myself like you know thinking. I mean is this this real? Is this really the same guy that was in three MB?
0: I mean I really think the Indies taught him some stuff. I really think it humbled him, I, and I really think that you know uh, you know shout out to Drew because I've seen him so many times now. It's crazy, and every time I see him, he's better and better. Um, but uh, when you really think about down to the to the T of really, this guy's jacked now. Like, he was not jacked like that earlier in his career.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't remember him being that jacked earlier in his career. And, and it's funny that you mentioned Chris Jericho and, and Drew McIntyre in the same breath, because uh, when Drew McIntyre got released from WWE a couple years ago, he was on Chris Jericho's podcast. And, I mean, obviously, he was kind of bummed you know, on the podcast, but, of course, but, you know, lost his job. So, uh, but Jericho told him, he's like, you know what, man, you've got the talent. You're going to be fine. You're going to go out here. You're going to, uh, you know, fine tune your game and, and you'll be back to WWE in a couple years. You'll be back to WWE. And I mean, just, you know, some prophetic words from, from Chris Jericho. And, uh, I, th- I think you're right. Drew McElroy Tires time away from WWE, man. It's only a plus
0: for him. Uh, I'm so excited about this match. What a headliner! NXT Takeover Brooklyn probably going to sell it out again uh, at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York next Saturday, August the 19th.
1: Man, I'm ready. Yeah it uh, it's it ought to be very interesting. This will be my first, uh, I guess, Takeover. Since really starting to cover uh, NXT for the Wrestling Brothers podcast, and and we've been gone for a, for a few weeks, a lot of things going on in, uh, in everybody's personal and professional lives, uh, but we're going to be covering Takeover, and we Oh, gonna I can't this.
0: wait! I can't wait. We, you know, of course, we have uh, the you know the Wrestling Brothers podcast coming back this week as well. Um, we're going to brief you back on SummerSlam, and of course, have a SummerSlam preview uh, and a post show as well as Takeover. Uh, next week we'll have another takeover pre-show uh, to kind of get you geared up for the takeover, and then of course SummerSlam, like we talked about it. And yes. uh, while we're talking about it, we'll take a little quick break and uh, and, and, and remind you guys to follow us on Twitter uh, at Wrestling Brother. You can follow Christopher now at Mayor, and of course you can follow myself at I am Will WV. We of course would appreciate every amount of follow. Subscription uh, review that you can give us. Uh, every little bit helps, and uh, we really enjoy doing the show, and we want to continue to do that. So help us, join us, follow us, and support us. And uh, hopefully, we can get some T-shirts printed up soon. And Wrestling uh, Brothers keep us alive and keep us rolling. Uh, we've had a pretty good year this year. We're looking forward to next year, keeping things rolling, and we're excited to have the new show on with, of course, the new Wrestling Brothers show, the Mayor's Council. So we'll bring it back in, and uh, buddy, i got to tell you, I'm so excited for this show because we get a match that I never thought I would ever see on paper, and it's something that kind of just developed over the last few weeks. I'm talking about Aleister Black and Hideo Itami. Um, Yes. This is something that kind of really just kind of evolved over the last few weeks. I really thought they were going to go with Cassius Ono. Uh, and Hideo Atami at TakeOver Brooklyn just because of their fallout. I, I could almost see a run in here by Cassius um, or maybe somehow make it a triple threat. I'd love to see that happen. But uh, it looks to me like it's going to stay Alistair Black, Hideo Atami. But I'm getting word, and I keep hearing these things in, in, in the background, that Atami is going back to
1: Japan. Yeah, I've been I've been reading some of that too, and and uh, I guess I'm on the other side of the fence from you in that I don't I don't want any run-ins, I don't want any triple threat matches. I want to see Alistair Black and and Atami just one on one. I think they're, they're very similar in style, and they should be able to do a lot of things together in the ring. Uh, but yeah, I've I've been reading that Atami is not satisfied with his position in WWE. Like he's really been several steps back from from when he came over from New Japan and right. uh, been injured what twice same yeah. injury, two big injuries now. yeah yeah so uh, understandably yeah I'm I'm sure he is a little frustrated but uh, sometimes when these guys come over from New Japan it doesn't translate as well for some well he
0: he's always had the he's always had the you know, the, 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 not really the leg up, but he's always had the leg up in the ring, but he's always been behind when you gave him the mic. His, you know, his, he's got really broken English a lot of the time. And um, it, it, it's really hard for him to connect. And I think that time away, he saw, like I said, his friends go up and he got stuck behind in NXT. And by the time he got back, the lust and it was gone. So I think people still appreciate Hideo Atomi. I, I I don't doubt that at all. Uh, but it, it's becoming kind of like a you know how Del Rio became. It's it's just kind of infinitely stale. You know I feel like we see the same right. thing out of Atomi and I feel like we don't get that extra emotion because he doesn't want to give it out.
1: Right. Yeah. And I and and uh, you know the language barrier is a is a huge thing. I used to listen to Jim Ross uh, podcast frequently, and he would talk about. You know, if you're going to go wrestle for a uh, promotion in another country, you as the wrestler need to learn that country's language because it will present challenges for you both in and out of the ring. Especially if you have to cut a promo and you're trying to get, you know, people in Mexico to connect with you as a character, and you're up there speaking English.
0: Right. Yeah, uh, it's, it, just it's very for
1: work. Yeah, it's very difficult. Just like what we've seen uh, with. With a Tommy, and I tell you, somebody else that I think is going to struggle outside of NXT is Oscar. Her yeah. English, her English is is terrible.
0: Unless and they put a mouthpiece on her right away, like I said, unless she becomes a Paul Heyman girl,
1: that would be huge. Right, and, and maybe that's what they need to do with Tommy that's a Tommy. Far fetched, right? But just put a mouthpiece with him, but uh, well, look at the
0: wonders that it did for for Andrade. Right. I mean that girl is sassy, and she just makes him bigger and bigger.
1: Well, she is, and and you know, look what it did with uh, Rusev. Even though he speaks just you know English just fine, but
0: well, he's uh, back to Bulgaria now. He he deserted <laughs> Russia. Now he's back to Bulgaria. So oh,
1: yeah. the Bulgarian brute now, huh? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I'm really worried about Oscar when she comes out of NXT.
0: So let's jump back into some. I'm really worried well, too
1: along this same line about about Nakamura, but I think his character is such that it might that might not affect him as much.
0: Well, I when it comes to the barrier, it, it turns me off. I'm automatically just I'm out. Right. Um, and you know I try to you know like I said I try to make it work just based on their wrestling ability, but sometimes you gotta you know you gotta give me something else.
1: Right. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have a little more.
0: You got to get me in the fields. So speaking of Alistair Black, over the last few weeks, Christopher, you've been watching. You've been watching him go in the ring with a couple different guys, guys that we are now seeing in NXT. I'm talking about Bobby Fish, and I'm talking about his tag team partner Kyle O'Reilly from the independent circuits, known as Red Dragon. Um, these guys were introduced into NXT the last couple of weeks and they have fought the same guy Alistair black and they've gotten two hellacious matches. I mean, dude, yeah. these were pay-per-view style matches out of these guys, former ring of honor guys, former house of hardcore, you name it. They've been there at in independent scene. They're, they're in NXT now. I couldn't be more excited. Chris, what are you thinking?
1: Yeah, they, they, uh, they really did put on, on great matches with Alistair black. And, uh, Black was one of the first guys I saw when I really started watching NXT uh, this year and, and immediately his entrance you know caught my eyes but I never did get a good feel for him in the ring but man I tell you these two these two matches with these two guys It uh, brought it, it out of
0: him it's yeah, crazy it
1: yeah I mean they they were some great matches and those guys um, those guys if they keep working man they they'll, they'll get a shot uh, to really do some good things in
0: NXT. I'm excited, man. I'm excited because, you know, you, you've you got guys like Johnny Gargano. you still got, you know, Tommaso Ciampa in the wings. You know, you got Drew McIntyre, Roddy Strong. You know, these guys are emerging out of thin air. And uh, NXT has got a crop of talent that is incredible. And uh, I know you've been reading up on NXT, so you know who's down there training these guys, don't you?
1: No, who is that? Uh, the Heartbreak oh, Kid. Yeah, that's right, HBK's down there now That's right, that's right
0: So, Uh, you know, this crop of guys Is learning from a guy like HBK I mean uh,
1: How could you get any better? Yeah And uh, Prince Albert was there for a while too I don't know if he's still still,
0: working He's still running it down there, yeah Um, He's still killing it And uh, Bloom um, I forget his first name uh, but yes, he's still doing an amazing job down there. And um, I, again, we'll jump into the next match here that I'm really excited about—the women's championship. Oscar uh, and Ember Moon. Again, I think there's a—I think we're going to see a changing of the guard. Um, hopefully, as you know, Brooklyn, I think we may see both titles change hands. You know, I really thought we would see that in Orlando, and we saw the emergence of Heel Oscar. And uh, you know, since then we've just seen Oscar turn into this heelish character. That you know, like I said, if just had a manager would be next level shit. It really would.
1: But uh, uh, if she if she had somebody week, that could tell you why you hate her so much, right? You know,
0: just like a Jim Cornette, just like an uh, American interpreter, right? You know, and and this week, you know, with her taking the. The stunner off the top, out of nowhere—it was awesome. You know that whole segment was really cool. And next week we get the contract signing. I'm sure we'll see another. Once here, we'll see Oscar go over next week on NXT. Um, Stack card, by the way, next week: Roddy Strong and Drew McIntyre in the in the main event next week on NXT. What what a reason
1: to watch! Oh yeah. What? Speaking of strong, where, where does he go from now? I, I mean, man, you know, he lost to Rude. He's not, a, he's not a super big guy. Are they going to Austin Aries him and put him on 205?
0: I really hope not. Um, I really like Roddy, and I think Roddy has grown into a character that they want to really go with. I think we just have to wait for Bobby Roode to get out of the way. I think once we get that out of the way, I think we could easily see Roddy Strong and Drew McIntyre um, at the pay-per-view main event at Rumble, wherever, you know, I think it's in Philadelphia, so we get take over Philadelphia. Um, I'd really like to see that. That'd be really cool. But it, it just, it just depends. We could see that at the, I think they do another takeover at survivor series. Um, so that could happen there. So we just have to wait and see what happens. Bobby Roode is, is, is the common denominator here because he's still hung up on the fact that Roddy, you know, he had his family disrespected. So I, I'm a big Roddy strong fan. You know, you, of course you listen to me, you know, that, um, but I think this has really opened up him as a character that he's never really given people. Uh, whether it's in PWG, wherever he fought before you got to NXT, he's never you know, unraveled this character. And I think a lot of that has to do with who's training him and Shawn Michaels and who's, who he's with down there. So I'm excited to see where they go with Roddy, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, they, Like you said, he very well could be axed and sent back down to the Indies just at the drop of a hat. You really never know. Yeah, you know, so. I just
1: I don't know yeah I know he's he's definitely invested a lot and really told a very personal story um, that, you know with this character and that's what makes the best characters is when when guys invest a lot of themselves really into the character All right uh, so if he's, if he's not fighting Bobby Roode, what is he doing like what I
0: don't, I don't know I really don't know where we go. Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe we see Bobby Fish, Roddy Strong. I don't know. I mean, the combinations are endless down there right now. Um, especially like we said in the tag team division and the women's division. So everywhere is kind of stacked with talent. It's almost like they've taken in too much talent at this point. Right. Um, but let's see, have we? is that it? Has we covered all the matches so far? I think that's the only ones that they have on the card, the four that we've covered so far. Um. But I do want to hit some bullet points on some things that, you know, over the last few weeks that I'm really excited about. Looks like uh, coming up, of course, we got the May Young Classic, the uh, women's tournament. A lot of new women are going to be introduced to WWE, and I'm excited to see if some of those flow into NXT. Um, so it'll be exciting the next couple of weeks as we roll that out. We'll get a preview of the May Young Classic after SummerSlam. I think is the uh, headed schedule of that. But um, as it goes with NXT, that's you know that's why I'm excited about it. I'm hoping to see some talent flow into that uh, from NXT. Um, like we mentioned on Twitter today, still don't know if we're going to have a UK championship match. Um, I really think they'd be crazy not to have Pete Dunne in Brooklyn on WWE television defend that belt. Um, have him and Bate go one more time in the biggest city in the world. I think they'd be crazy not to do that, but I don't know if they have prior booking. Um, Oh, yeah. I will tell you, and uh, if you follow me online, you know you see me ranting about this all the time. a big progress fan, uh, which is the big promotion in the United United Kingdom that Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn, and Trent Seven and all those guys came from. They're having a show in Brooklyn, and the main event is Pete Dunn and Jack Mm. Gallagher. No kidding. So WWE allowed Jack Gallagher to step outside the realm and fight at a progress show. Uh, he, he worked in progress previously before he joined WWE, um, but they're allowing him to come back. He's headlining this progress event during SummerSlam weekend. Um, this show also has guys like Joey Janela and Jimmy Havoc uh, the South Pacific Power Trip, T.K. Cooper and, and Travis Banks, who are huge independent guys um, and big names that I you know, saw all over the week in WrestleMania, of course, uh, getting bigger and bigger uh, on the year. Uh, so it will be exciting to see those guys, and, and the progress show is, is really, really big. I think they've already sold it out. Um, but, of course, all roads will lead to NXT TakeOver. Hopefully we can get some sort of NXT uh, you know, for the UK Championship, a match uh, for that takeover. But for right now, it seems like you know the four matches that we had. We could probably see another match here or there. I don't really know where they're going to go yet. Do you have any speculation?
1: Well, uh, Oni Lorcan has had two very good matches here. Uh, the last two. Um, uh, He's been really getting the shit kicked out of him, really. He he has been man, but they have been having. Some great, some great matches. It's him and uh, why is the other guy's name slipping my mind right Martin now? Stone. Martin Stone, that's right. Uh, and and they've had two matches now, and it's it's one to one. So
0: I really think they're going to form a tag team, kind of like Sheamus gotta, and Cesaro type
1: thing. Oh, that's a good idea. I hadn't even thought of it that way. But we gotta we gotta have at least one more match, right? You gotta have yeah. the rubber you know, the rubber match somebody's got to somebody's got to take the lead series
0: so let's so let's break out the dirt sheets here and here's what I've heard about what could happen in NXT takeover brooklyn i'm hearing that we could see leo rush or or we could see adam cole baby real a uh, former ring of honor talent of course leo rush you know from WVCW, ring of honor and everywhere in between He just signed a contract, and he will be in NXT. Uh, His indie dates are wrapping up as we speak. He's got a show coming up tomorrow night as we record this. He'll be on Evolve 90 with uh, Matt Riddle in a non-title match for the WWN Championship. Um, So we could see Leo Rush. We could see Adam Cole. We could see... Anyone, really. I mean, NXT is really keeping tight lids on things. Of course, Drew McIntyre, no one expected that, even WrestleMania weekend. So, TakeOver Chicago, we didn't really see any debuts or anything like that, uh, but we did see some in uh, in WrestleMania. So, SummerSlam, of course, number two show of the year. Could see something go down, uh, but I'm not holding my breath until we get there. But, Christopher, anything else we want to tie up loose ends on NXT the last couple of weeks?
1: No, I, I am. I am very interested in that Oni Lorkin match, uh, uh, just to see where what what they do with that. I hadn't thought about that tag team thing. That's that's a big one. Uh, I think that could be really and, cool. And, yeah, will and the uh, uh, as far as NXT goes, man, that's that's pretty much it because we're gonna we're gonna have a lot revealed. Uh, I think coming up on uh, the. show. I think so
0: too. I think we're gonna see a lot unfold. Saturday night, August the 19th, in in, in Brooklyn. Uh, and while we're talking about Brooklyn, uh, like we mentioned, I, I want to kind of talk as we end the show, just kind of like a chance to kind of get a little blip in on SummerSlam. Christopher, are you excited about this four-way championship match, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Samoa Joe? I,
1: I am. I am. Uh, because... Who, am I
0: Who am I forgetting? There's somebody else I just forgot.
1: The... Uh, uh, you're forgetting Braun Strowman. Oh, Braun Strowman!
0: How could I forget? And by the yes. way, if you have not seen these table reads on the Ringer.com of Braun Strowman reading lines from the movie Juno, uh, you are sorely missing out, Christopher. You need to look that up as soon as we I have up to this. Ch- I'll
1: have to check that out I'll have to check that out. Uh, no, talking man, about
0: am- talking about being pregnant. Oh my God! I literally cried laughing.
1: That is hilarious. I'll have to check that Fraud out. Braun is just
0: everything we could possibly want out of a, a 1980s wrestler in the year 2017.
1: Yes. And it works, though. It works. And it works. Burr, it works. For him. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> believable. He's huge. I can't get over how fast he is. You know, just watching him run around the ring with with, uh, Roman Reigns over the last couple weeks, dude, he's huge. My only gripe, my only gripe about this fatal four-way is I know what's going to happen. I know exactly what's going to happen. Brock Lesnar is going to retain. He isn't going anywhere. He pulls this shit about every every, uh, 14, 15 months, right? He's not going anywhere. He will retain... But he'll retain by pinning Samoa Joe, and and Strowman and Reigns are going to be left out there doing, you know, whatever kind of crazy stuff they can come up with. But the my, wild coyote I, shit they've been doing all year. Yeah, yeah. But what I'd really like to see happen is Strowman come away with the strap. Uh, oh, that's what everybody
0: wants to see. That's what everybody right. wants to see. I think that yeah, moment's well,
1: going to happen at WrestleMania. I don't think I don't think we're getting it till then. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think it's ultimately going to happen, but it's not going to happen until Fiverr Series or or WrestleMania.
0: I think Braun Strowman is your Royal Rumble winner.
1: Oh, yeah, that is a great – that is a great – That's my early
0: prediction. Uh, Nice. Early prediction there. But anyway, let's – we're running out of time here. Let's wrap this baby up with some NXT – Looking forward to nXT takeover and, and I'm glad we've caught up the last couple of weeks we've had some really cool stuff we've the street profits of course, if you don't follow them on Snapchat I'm really excited to see what they do and how they develop. I'm excited to see how heavy machinery fits into all this tag team wise um, and of course, we'll wait and see what happens with sanity and AOP in the championship match. What's your call on this on this match uh
1: sanity aOP yes uh Gosh. I'm going sanity. I'm I'm taking sanity on this one. You all right, moving on. We
0: got the women's title match, Oscar and Ember Moon. What's your pick?
1: Yeah, Ember Moon, because Oscar's getting a call up. I think so too.
0: Uh championship match, Bobby Roode, Drew McIntyre, who you got?
1: Uh I I'd like to see McIntyre. If Roode loses, you know you know beyond a shadow of a doubt. He's getting called up. He's coming up.
0: He's coming up. I think we see Smosh. Smoz. I think we see this again at Survivor Series. I I think we extend this one more time, and McIntyre gets him on the second time.
1: It's it's possible. It's possible they could have some sort of interference from Strong, you know, and screw the whole thing up. So, yeah, very possible. strong,
0: Strong goes over heel. Uh, McIntyre eventually wins the belt, and then we get McIntyre as the face, strong as the heel. So we're booking the damn territory over here. We are, we are. Um, So of course, the final match that we have to cover until we hear some more uh, is the return of the great Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, and Andrade Cien Almas. This is almost like a first round football, college football game here. Who do you think's winning this?
1: I don't you know, I don't know because I don't know much about either about either character. Um I I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with Johnny Wrestling taking an L in this one. Uh, you gotta get uh you know that sassy manager up there. Shaker
0: Or some tomfoolery of Tommaso Choppa showing up.
1: This is very true. This is oh man, I forgot all about Choppa. I can't believe that he hasn't come back and, and when are we going to have the match with Johnny Wrestling? Well,
0: I mean, dude, I'm telling you, we might see him in Brooklyn. This would be the perfect time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, good call.
0: Good Here, call. Here's a good way to predict that, okay? So if Johnny Gargano doesn't, I don't think they'll open the show with that. If Gargano opens the show, I don't think we see Ciampa. But if he's kind of in the middle of the show, I think we'll see a run-in. Yeah. I don't know why I think that. I just think that. Um, That's good. Um, so let's wrap this baby up. Well, you know, we we want to thank you guys, of course, for listening to the Mayor's Council episode two. Uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter at Wrestling Brother. Of course, all roads lead there for the Wrestling Brothers podcast. Of course, Christopher is at Wrestling Mayor. I am at IamWillWV. You can follow us on anywhere podcasts are available, We're talking about iTunes, Spotify. Wherever you can find podcasts, we're available. Subscribe to us, review us, let us know how we're doing, and uh, we're excited to bring you more and more. Uh, I will tell you that coming up, uh, we've got some cool stuff. I'm going to be going to a couple of shows in Louisville, Kentucky area, uh, some smaller shows, some uh, Midwest, IAA Mid-South Wrestling, uh, to see some guys like um, Mike Elgin. And uh, Myron Reed, and some of them bigger indie name guys there. So, uh, as we go to those, we'll kind of report out to those. Those have been kind of fun to go to. But, of course, want to thank the mayor, Christopher Scruggs, for joining us tonight. We're happy to be back on for episode two. And uh, we're looking forward to having you back on, brother.
1: Yes, thanks for having me, man. It's always a pleasure. And uh, looking forward to doing another NXT show next week. And we got Takeover, and then we got SummerSlam. I got three shows coming, man.
0: That's right. So, as we always and normally do, this session is adjourned. Absolutely.
1: Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for more wrestling, brother.